What's up, guys? We are back this week. This is Hannah and Kyla, and we are here to spill the tea. We decided we have literally so much information. And let me tell you where this idea came about, okay? I was on the treadmill this morning. I know you probably can't tell, but <laughs> we were trying to think of a name for our weekly, um, whatever you want to call this, our it's weekly our, talk, our yeah. weekly episodes, and she has been talking about wanting a shirt that says spill the tea because I'm all basically about we spill the tea. So as I'm like, you know, trying to catch my breath and stuff, I'm like, it just pops in my head. I'm like... We spill the tea. Why don't we call it like weekly spill the tea or something? Yeah, so, so we have a lot of tea to spill today. <laughs> like we have researched our butts off and we're going to share all that information with you, all the resources where we found our stuff and we're just kind of going to dive into it because we have a lot to cover in a little amount of time. So Kyla, hit me with your best shot. What do you got? And this is completely random stuff, but it's things that we have um, found and it's... You know, we need to share with you guys. Right. Okay. So, First of all, I, we know that our listeners are going to want to hear what we've got to say. Right. Right, guys. That's why you're here. Okay. Absolutely. Just clearing that up. <laughs> and it's completely, some of it's completely random, but it's all relevant. So, first of all, they say, you know, all these vaccine crap. It's not mandatory, blah, blah, blah. There was a director of corporate risk at the Houston Methodist Hospital in Texas who spoke out yesterday and shared his story. Um, he was actually terminated from his job of 10 years for refusing the vaccine. Oh, but, but tell him where he's been working from. Oh, I know. This is the best part. So he did not have a clinical position. He did not interact with patients. He worked from home. So this goes against everything. His civil rights, his liberties. Every, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even begin. It just flabbergasts So me. now I'm wondering what they're going to blackmail him with. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is just like the beginning. This, And that's where this podcast goes. Like it's just this, everything that's going on currently is just the tip of the iceberg of what's to come. And that's why it's so important that we share these things and share these this information. Well, and that kind of correlates with what I'm going to talk about too here in a few minutes because like... That guy's probably going to be blackmailed for something. I mean, because he's came out about stuff. We're going to talk about what the farmers are dealing with. We've got stuff to do with what, how you can protect yourselves. And we're talking about the 30-30 bill and, you know, the we're, just a whole lot. So, yeah. And speaking of protecting yourselves, this is completely off course and has nothing to do with a vaccine or a mask or any of that crap. But um, protecting yourselves in general, you know, in this technology technological <laughs> yeah whatever world that we're in you know smart smart devices are everything and everybody has some type of or most people have some type of amazon device well amazon released um yesterday actually that they are moving to a new program that they are calling the sidewalk basically what it is is they're going to be meshing their entire network so everyone that has an amazon um, device, whether that be a ring, an Amazon doorbell ring, a Alexa, an Echo, a Fire Stick, a Kindle, whatever the device is, if it is an Amazon device, it will automatically be um, meshed onto their network, which they claim is to fix network um, connection problems. They, so really, they just have all your information. Yeah, uh, like like the that, that is cloud. you know putting everybody onto the same network is going to magically fix all these connection problems, but that's basically what they're doing. 
um, to sweep all questions under the rug. Um, but they are basically giving their customers seven days to opt out of it. If you don't physically go in and opt out of it on their app, then it just automatically does it for you. I went in my settings today and it was already set up as enabled. So you need to make sure you go in on your app if you have one of those devices and disable it. Otherwise, you'll be on their network and your security is at risk. Your privacy, yeah. Your privacy is a huge risk. So leading... Uh... Okay, coming from that into this next uh, bit of information that I have to share with you guys. So we all know that the pipeline was hacked. And that's been something that's been out there for a while. Well, just in recent hours, days, um, the JBS, which is the leading beef packaging distributor, I guess you would say, um, has also been hacked, which I find to be um, quite strange. I mean, with all of this that's happening right now, um, but you see everywhere this is, is like Russian disinformation and all this stuff. But there's been four bills introduced recently, and we're going to do our best to get those resources out to you. We'll try to label them on the podcast for you. Um, but I wanted to share one of these, uh, what the statement that I found, and it's according to the New York Post, so take it with a grain of salt. I don't know where it came from, but apparently... They are labeling this attack to, and they're naming it Dark Side. And so I guess Dark Side made a statement, and this, like I said, this is according to the New York Post, so it, I don't take most information from any kind of media outlet, but they said that Dark Side is saying, and this came straight from the White House too, he <laughs> actually said this, but they're saying that it wasn't to create an issue in society, but to make money. That's why they, they oh. did this. Uh, so, like, and I have so much information whenever it comes to um, the bill, the 30, 30, 30 by 30 bill. You've got the, um, what is it called? The Innovative 16 or Initiative 16, I think it's called. Yeah, Initiative 16 Act, which used to be the Pause Act. Um, and they're banning so much stuff. They're trying. They're trying. They're, it's been introduced. They've been trying to ban... Uh, like for instance, like harvesting, uh, a cow is like a quarter of their natural life. So that would, that would mean that they're going to criminalize farmers, veterinarians. I mean, like if, I mean, food lead, I mean, like it runs what the world really. Right. And yeah. so if you're going to criminalize our local farmers because they will not comply with what you want, then where, where are we going to get our food from? What's going to happen? Where do you think the food's going to come from? Uh, it's scary to think about. Yeah. Um, we're going to either have to grow our own or this administration is probably going to be like, hey, China, can you send me some of your GMO manufactured food? Which, you know, I also think it's funny um, that Bill Gates owns the most private farm lands in our nation. I don't believe it's a coincidence, but we'll I mean, save our he's theories been all for... <laughs> uh, yeah. He's been all about GMO... <sighs> Okay, I just won't go there because today is a day that we're releasing factual information and not what our beliefs are and our passion is. Um, but there, there's literally no transparency with what's happening. Um, and the, they're telling you that this is these are bills that are introduced for climate change and to help with the conservation of our land um, when really they're not telling you 
<laughs> you've got to really dive into those bills and see what they're what they're really trying to do. That's the thing. So it we've taken this entire day, what is it, almost 4 p.m., and we have spent five, six hours literally looking up bill after bill because they wrap it up in this pretty little bow and make you think that they're doing all this to save our environment and talk about all these, you know, they kept referring to the the Paris agreement, you know, in the initial White House statement of the 3030 Act. They kept referring to this Paris agreement. Well, if you don't further, you know, look into what the Paris agreement is, then you have no idea what they're actually talking about. And you got to keep researching and keep researching to see where they're even going with it and what they're actually talking about. Yeah, and I have all the information on the Paris Agreement. What did I do with my phone? I have, <laughs> I have no idea what I've done with it. But I've got information about the Paris Agreement. Um, oh, there it is. Found it. Thank you. Um, so let me just pull It's up. very interesting, actually. It really we is. We started looking into the dates, who was involved, all that fun stuff that they don't uh, disclose. In but here's something cool. Um, Trump actually pulled out of the Paris Agreement, and Biden said his first day in office he was going to basically reinstate that. But here's why it was so good, um, and I've got tons of information to share with you guys about this. Um, so it is an international binding agreement between the U.S. and foreign countries. The interesting thing was it was signed in 2015. It was something that Obama actually did. It became effective November 4th, 2016, which when she read that date, I was like, wait a second. That seems a little fishy. Yeah, it Like does. those dates. And then further, you know, we looked a little further and Trump withdrew, of course, and then... Oh, what do you know? Day one, Biden puts it back to back into effect. But this is like really bad for taxpayers, energy companies, Americans that are literally relying on affordable energy and gas. Like it, it's terrible. Um, so it destroys jobs, manufacturing, and um, this is something else that I found to be interesting. Um, Two point five trillion GDP. So gross domestic products. Um, that I mean, we are relying on gross domestic products. What caused the Great Depression? Lack of gross domestic products. And so the Great Depression, it started, and I, I can share all these resources with you, in basically October of 1929. So the stock market crashed. There was like a decade long of like just economic, like trying to regrow. Um, there was banking panics. Like there was the gold standard. Like you had, there's a ton of information that comes along with that. Um but what causes a depression? Gross domestic product lack of. I mean, we don't. Ha- I mean, that's what it, they're trying to accomplish right now. Um, so China had underreported. So this goes back to the Paris Agreement. China had underreported its carbon dioxide emissions, and Trump was pissed off about it. And he was like, "There's no repercussions for this." And so that was one of the main reasons why he pulled out. Um, when it comes to taxpayer dollars, um, the Green Climate Fund, which is $100 billion per year, that's what they were estimating by 2020. So the Obama administration put in $1 billion of taxpayer monies without Congress, without Congress basically giving them the authority to do so. And that was taxpayer money. So, and, and it's just great that Trump pulled out of it. So withdrawing basically demonstrated that Trump was being a boss. Like I know that we probably have some listeners that's not all Trump or for Trump, but he did a lot of great things and he brought back the, like the American energy competitiveness by pulling out of that. And 
I mean, you, you start researching some of the different GDP, like the different areas that our gross domestic product could be lacking in and what they're trying to do with the 30-30 bill. And it all goes into the same thing. Like my mind is blown. My, my head hurts right, <laughs> from right. looking into these bills, seeing what has happened or, and things that you, you don't look into. Like, you know, you see the Paris agreement. Okay. But do you really get deep, dive deep down into it? Do you see a bill that's been released? But who really does, dive? you know, nobody has time for this because it's, it's, there's literally an abundance of information. I don't know how anybody could go through this and actually I mean, or even comprehend it. I mean, there's words and terms in there that we're never even taught unless you go to law school. I mean, you know how many times we had to look it up in the dictionary uh, or Google what a term meant? I mean, we need a paralegal with us to be like (laughs) to walk us through some of this stuff. I mean, it's crazy how much information is out there and literally right there that you can research on your own. And I didn't even know that this all was happening with the farmers, but they're offering them 1.5 times what their crop or beef is worth to basically just destroy it otherwise they're not going to subsidize and i know so there from what i understand their motive behind it isn't this point that i'm making but you have to ask yourself what is their motive behind it because are they going to bring in synthetic foods are they going to alter our foods is that their you know what are their real intentions behind it is it money are they trying to own all of our land do you want my opinion or i mean that's what all we have to go off of at this my, point my opinion right now is that i mean like and i know that it's scary to think this way but given all the information i have i really do think that they're gonna start getting produce off of china and they're gonna they're at, gonna create a food shortage first and foremost and they're gonna give limited options. And what's gonna happen though, whenever we do get all of that from China, is now who have you put in charge? Who have you put in power? Now right. you've put China in power. Right. And I know that that seems like far fetched for some, but I it is not. <laughs> it's it's not. just it's yeah. literally not. Um and there's there's just so many things that this administration has done and it has plans to do that is is scary. It's scary. And you know, like Smithville Farms, it's owned by China. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep hole. We're going down. <laughs> yeah, it is. And and we really have to get our patriotic farmers to not conform. I mean, you control food, you control people. And and I think that I think that we're getting ready to go through some really scary times. The thing is, we we're from a farm community. We have a lot of local farmers around here, and I bet you a very very small percentage of the people in our area are even aware that something like this is currently happening. Yeah, and we and I, so many different administrations leading up to this current one have been trying to gain independence from other countries when it comes to trade and Trump was accomplishing that he was dominating that. And then now to be, I mean, we right now it's almost embarrassing to, to see who we call or who some call our president up there talking about this stuff or signing executive orders. Like it is embarrassing how weak our country has become because of an administration that's been here a total of how many months now? Right. I mean, it's, and I don't care. Uh, I mean, I, the whole purpose of our podcast, we're not um, pro-Trump. We're not trying to, like, 
go on this pro-Trump thing. I don't care if you like the man or not, but if you really look into what he did and what he was trying to do and the good that he did, and it's, now it's, it's all got, been it's reversed. Got you've the got the policy right, over right. person. Like, and, and I know we're, we're MAGA moms. Like we, we do want to make America great again, but I know that, I know that that usually correlates with Trump because that's what Trump said. That's what Trump is about. But really making America great again for me is creating a place where our children can have, can prosper, can have a, a great place again where we don't, we don't have to worry about this new world order or what, what's happening with our farmers. I mean, like, I want them to have a place where they can become leaders if they want to and not to have to conform to whatever society or obey whatever they have been told to do or say or act, you know. And I really feel like we are going into that area of, well, you know, like North Korea, you know, just like communism. Like, I I feel like we're leaning more towards that. We need to teach our young ones how to move forward and be leaders. Mm -hmm. And and I really do want to make America great again because... I'm embarrassed to say it, but America is not what it was when we were growing up. It, and we it, need to raise a generation of lions, not sheep. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. And I'm not saying sheep like, oh, if you don't wear your mask, you know, then you're 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 a lion. And if you do wear your mask, you're a sheep. Like, no. Like, I don't give a shit. If you want to wear your mask, wear a mask. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Would I right. tell you guys to do that? Absolutely not. But have an opinion for yourself. Please. And and I'm not going to hate you for your opinion. And I know that a lot of us right now are hated for our opinion. But that's why we're here. We're trying to make our voices heard for the people that want the greater good for our country and the future, which are our children and our grandchildren. I don't think an episode has gotten me so fired up. Like, I need... <laughs> give me an inhaler. Like, I can't... <laughs> uh, that is so funny. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> Moving okay. on. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. It's okay. So, um, another thing, whenever you whenever you talk about what's happening with our farmers, you can go to stoppause.org to get some information. You can go to, let me see here. I got all sorts of resources. I just got to figure out what I've done with it. Um, you can go to um, the Colorado Livestock Association. They've got some more information on the, initi- the Initiative 16 heritage.org, congress.gov. There are tons of ways that you can look into those, research it, and just see what's happening right now. See what they're trying to do and kind of see their bigger agenda. I mean, they, they've hacked the pipeline. And I say they very broadly because, you know, um, they've hacked the pipeline now. They've hacked JBS and, you know, You've got to have affordable fuel. You've got to be able to have your meat. You've got to... I mean, like, they're taking they're taking hits at RDs right now. If this doesn't show you, like, the lengths that they're willing to take to accomplish their end goal of having ultimate control over everything we do, I mean, what what is next? Right. It could be anything. If they're willing to go to these... Okay, let me pull up. I'm going to have you listen to something. And um, I know that there's a lot of people that are usually on the tickety talk that know um, this lady. Okay, I want you guys to listen to this. They're trying to keep me quiet. I need you guys to blow this up and stop scrolling. Repeat after me, control the food supply, control the people. This is what's happening. This is the truth. As a fourth generation farmer, 
I'm hearing cries across the United States. The Biden administration introduced the 3030 bill, saying that it is a climate change bill, a conservation bill. But if you look deeper and if you really research what they're trying to do, Nebraska, it is disgusting. Why the hell does the government want 1.16 million acres in Nebraska? Because 97% of Nebraska is privately owned, so they're taking from farmers and ranchers and hardworking Americans. And by 2030, they want to take 680 million acres across the United States, kill family farms, control the food supply, control the people. Are you guys ready to stand up? I mean, it's it's really scary that we've got fourth generation farmers that are scared for their livelihood and their farms and... I mean, we've, we've, we as our, our American people really, we're going to either have to get back into trade to support our local farmers, um, or we're not, we, we just can't stand for this. We just absolutely can't. Something has to happen. And I know everybody says that something has to happen, but it literally starts with us. Like it starts with one person at a time standing up and being a voice. Like it, it's going to take all of us for something to happen. Everybody, you know, Trump didn't do this, Trump didn't do that. It, it takes more than one person. It's going to take all of us. Yeah. Essentially. The American people. And that's why we really wanted to create this podcast because, like, we want to get the American people together. We want to get those patriotic people together that are concerned about the direction this country is headed. I mean, we're two people. We're, we're just two little, little Southern Indiana moms. But if you think about the masses that we can create and a group of people that we can create, we want... Everyone that's on board, we want, you know, we have the Freedom 515 and, um... Where we can peacefully protest about government overreach and talk about things. Like, right. actually bring it to light. Because we, right. we we're, we're not involved. the only people right. that you can are... See clearly, there are so many people that are on board. But you have to... When there are these rallies and there are these meetings, we have to go. You can't think, oh, I just don't feel like it. Like, you have to show up and you have to go. You have to voice it. Like, we have to we do have our to part. Numbers. Right. We have to make bigger numbers. We have to make an impression. We have to. We have to do it. And, like, we are just two small-town country girls that are moms that are busy and we run our own businesses. We are, we're literally just taking time out of our day to research, have crazy kids running around the house eating popsicles all day, keeping them occupied so we can do our research and we can explain what we find, cite and resource those things to make it available for those that are not able to do those things that are still interested in making changes. Right. And is it fun to sit and research for hours and hours, like, these bills and stuff? I wouldn't call it fun. Is it interesting? Okay, a little bit. Like, I'm, like, mind blown every every time I find something new. But is it, like, my cup of tea to, like, like I'd rather be out at the pool, like, sipping on it. We're spilling. <laughs> we're spilling the tea. I, we're spilling our margaritas. But <laughs> we're going to have to get to that. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it has to be. I don't want to get on here and share resources and information that is not factual right i mean because you can get that by turning on your tv yeah you want that go watching cnn or whatever any literally any media outlet now um there's one more video uh or recording i would like to share with you real quick before we get wrapped up y'all already know i'm going to talk about the jbs cyber attack i have been trying to educate you guys for months on what is happening to animal agriculture, what this administration wants to do to our industry. In the last five months, there has been more bills and regulations introduced 
to kill off family farms and ranchers across the United States and to kill off animal agriculture. And you can say I'm full of shit and it's conspiracy theories, but it's happening. There are cries across the United States from farmers and ranchers asking people to get educated and not to feed into media. JBS supplies nearly one quarter of U.S. beef. And again, you read the articles and they say that Russia was involved and they're looking closely and you guys are going to see that shortage and run to the grocery store because we live in fear once again. As a fourth generation farmer, I'm asking you, to ask questions to farmers, see what we need, save rural communities, and save your family farm. So what they're going to try to do is raise, raise beef, beef prices, which we've seen Which happen. they already have. They yes. have, because they want to introduce synthetic meats, because they're going to be like, it's cheaper, it's available, here you go, here it is in abundances, you know? And, and it, actually, so we raise cattle, and organic, like they're, they're grass-fed cattle, and just based off the meat that we have on our small family farm and the meat that you see in stores, just by cooking the meat, you can clearly see the yeah. difference from yeah. what they put in the meat that you're already getting in the store. So I can only imagine what they're going to start putting in our meats that were, you know, and if you start, that's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down. If you start looking into what they're putting into our foods and what they're putting into the the meat that you're eating, how it's affecting. I would be so scared to it actually is scary. It investigate is scary. what is in those synthetic let's, meats. Let's add that to it. I would be, I mean, it is scary, but that's something I it. think that, um, is a topic that should be discussed because I know it's affecting us. It is affecting the cancers, this, the illnesses that we're having, but I know that it's also affecting our children, especially our uh, girl, our, our female children and their menstrual cycles and they're having children. Like it affects all of that. I mean, like you can even, okay. So you can even look now, which is also scary. Whenever I was in junior high, like, <sighs> I wouldn't have had to wear a bra if I didn't want to. Like, nobody that I went to school with had to have. We we were underdeveloped, basically, if you look at today's society. Mm-hmm. There are people now, women, girl, little girls now, that are in junior high that look like they were they are grown-ass females. And mm-hmm. that is scary knowing that I'm raising girls. Right. And, and girls starting their menstrual... I know men probably don't want to hear this portion of it, but girls starting their menstrual cycle as young as, like, seven and eight years old. Like, yeah. that was unheard of. And it's starting earlier and earlier and earlier. And it's because of what they're feeding us. Yeah, and there were girls that I went to high school with it didn't start till their sophomore junior year of high school right you know like and I'm not and I don't know as a doctor what which is a pro, more appropriate but I mean looking at um statistically throughout the time periods I mean you're you're looking at like 12 13 right you know yeah. like that that's a you know an average age and to see that earlier that it's becoming, I mean, it's got to be because of the foods. And I would love to start researching and understanding some of these GMO-produced meats and foods because I guarantee that's what's wrong. I agree. Um, you know, and one of the things that you brought up, one of the points you made was in one of the bills, how they were talking about how they were going to make it to where you could not s- slaughter a cow. Yeah, that's already passed in Oregon. Uh prior to a quarter of their life is oh, that, what it was? that yeah um so and we look i didn't i was like well how old do cows i know i was like live? how old do because i honestly I, I mean we years. raised cows and i had no idea how long the lifespan of a cow was. years so a quarter of their life would be 12 years of age most farmers and i don't and i don't know for everywhere but from my understanding from local farmers what they're two three years old right that's typically when we we take 
you know, we wait till they're filled out and they're meaty and then we would take them in. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. I mean, so there, I mean, there is, and I mean, Oregon has already, I mean, with the, I think they had completely banned animal slaughter there. And I don't care if you're a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever. Um, you want to still feed your dogs, right? You want to still feed your animals. Where do you think this, this food comes from? It comes from our farmers. I mean, like, it's just, it, I, there is so much to discuss whenever it comes to these bills that they're putting into play. And, and I, I know that you can get really passionate whenever you come to talk about this, but I mean, there's signs all over Nashville right now that says it's like milk, only it's made for humans. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just, it's one of those things that it's really hard to wrap your head around what they're trying to do. And it's scary, really. That it is, yes. That they're doing this. So, um, but, you know, we'll be back next Wednesday. We'll have some more information uh, for you. We could have probably kept going all day, to be honest with you. I we have, have a I lot have, of information. I but so it, much information. I think we get um, caught up and we get down this rabbit hole. And then we can get so much information that it can be confusing. But let's yeah. just say we... And I don't want to give you guys too much information whenever it comes to our opinions. We really want to keep this kind of factually based. So... Um, oh, we can't forget though. We did do um, an episode today. We can't tell you what it is, but it's real for the moms especially. We talked to another mom who is much like us, and we just talked about topics surrounding moms and the time that we're in, like yeah, and parenting in general. Yes, uh, because it's not easy right now. Yeah, and so we're gonna have several episodes coming up, and if you or you know someone that would like to share their story on what's going on in the world or what they've been through or some some things like that that they want their voices heard please let us know um we're lining up podcasts for months like we yes it's exciting to hear from yeah. different different people i mean it doesn't have to be a states. woman it could be a man like we want all the viewpoints we want all the stories we want we want to hear it all yeah so please get with us if you have something to share if you have some valuable information um if you have cited resources that you want to share like i don't know what happened recently but like the fauci emails i just had those sent to yeah. me today by some resource um so we were just talking about that too. so i mean like it's a it's a pretty cool thing that we have so many people that are willing to give us subject topics that are are they are backed by information and resources. So that's a really cool thing that we have going on. So the more that we get our voices heard, the more that we get out there and the more that we can share this information with you where you guys can go and look yourselves as well. I think kind of the more, um, I guess, I guess the information is like respectable, you know, like the more that we have. Right. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for joining us today and we'll be back next Wednesday. We'll spill some more tea. We will. (laughs) All right. Bye guys.